Turkey Perspectives. Are you tired of working nine to five? Tired of making money for someone else? Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it? Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by us. This is Perky of Perky Perspectives. Thanks for tuning in. Oh my gosh. So, first, I want to say thanks to everybody that has been tuning in to my radio show. It has been an amazing journey. I think I'm four episodes in now on my Perky Perspectives radio show. Tuning in every Sunday at 4 p.m. on the After Party radio show. Super excited. It has been amazing, like I said. I'm going to actually start getting guests now. So October is going to be filled with a whole bunch of fun stuff. So for anybody that is looking to tune in and join a journey or if you have a business or music or clothing or whatever creative thing you got going on, if you want to also have your creativity or your business promoted onto my platform, then please reach out to me at perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. And for anybody that's tuning in and you want to listen to the podcast you want to listen to the radio show check me out and subscribe and comment and like and all that beautiful stuff on apple Podcasts, google play spotify icn.dj what else radio public and soon come my website perksofwellness.org real soon i'm redoing my website actually as we speak and i'm updating my periscope real soon as well so everything is going to be updated and there's going to be many platforms so for any artist that is looking to be on my radio show or my podcast you have the opportunity to be featured on all these platforms as well and if you're already on them now you're gonna be on there twice and the fun thing is that the after party also has their own application so you could download the app and you can tune in live to all of the shows and we have stuff on the west coast we have stuff in central as well and then you know i move around a lot so they're gonna be worldwide real soon (laughs) so i'm really excited for that journey so thank you for everybody that's already tuned in and already subscribed and all those beautiful things I'm actually going to pause my music for a second because I want to check something out. So what I want to do is I want to start reading people's stories. Like if you are an author, a poet, or anything like that, I want to also give you the opportunity to have your stuff featured onto my platform as well. Because I think that it's really dope to see people still writing people still creating books and stuff like that and not saying that people stop but just you know with this digital world that we live in 
it's really easy for people to not write anymore. Like, when's the last time you got a handwritten letter? <laughs> We're, like, so, like, not plugged in with each other. And it's very obvious and apparent all the time on how much we just don't really tap into each other anymore. So it's just cool to be able to see people still connecting through literature. I really appreciate that because growing up, I used to dive headfirst into reading. Like it really used to get me going. I would go outside if it was a sunny day. I would go outside and find like the warmest but like shady kind of spot get my little drink, whatever it was, lemonade, water, whatever I was drinking at the time, and just lay out and fall into a book. Or I would run a bubble bath and get in just to read, you know, finding any excuse to read, basically. And nowadays, it's like kids don't play outside anymore. Kids don't really like to read. All they want to do is have their iPad or their computer or their phone in front of them. So it's really nice to see humanity still alive and well through our literature, So, yeah, I want to just definitely shout that out. Um, So what I want to do now is, so yeah, so okay, before I get into it. So the reason why I wanted to do these Wednesday wind-ups is because I have my radio show on Sunday, but sometimes I'm not going to be able to hit everything that I wanted to talk about on my show. And so I decided that I instead would do something midweek to go over everything that I didn't get to touch on, to get any phone calls from other people that didn't get to call in, read comments from my podcast platform, and just like go over the week and what's been going on. Because on Sunday, I record live And if I do get phone calls or if I do get any type of interaction or I have a guest, I'm not always able to go over everything that I want to talk about and that I think you guys want to hear about and also be able to call in and talk about too. So yeah, that's the reason for this. So what I want to do first is something I haven't done ever actually, which is read my comments off of my my podcast platform. So for you guys that don't know, I've been doing podcasts since 2017 and it's been a journey. I'm growing ever and ever more and I'm really loving the journey and I'm loving how much I feel like I've grown since I started and how much the podcast industry has grown since I've started. And it ha- it was already around before I got into it. But of course, once you get into something, then you start noticing everything. <laughs> so now it feels like everybody's podcasting, which I think everybody is kind of podcasting now anyways. But um, I'm just building and growing. And it's cool to see the comments from the people who are building and growing with me. So my first comment is from Eli G. You guys have actually heard from him. By the way, so he was on my first radio episode and I pulled it down because I forgot why I pulled it down, but I'm going to be reposting it really soon. And it's going to be one of those kind of like, ah, surprise, like, guess what you guys get (laughs) the first episode again for those who haven't heard it. And so he said, I'm especially glad I was invited by Perky to be on this Perky Perspective episode. The topic is right up my alley. Not to mention, we all need to hear and be about this. Listen up, take notes on what you can do to reach out to people in your community. Reach out to us if you have ideas of how to get us further ahead. The lack of education, the lack of knowledge that slows us down. Um, 
oh, sorry, the lack of education and the lack of knowledge slows us down. So connect with us, connect with yourself and your community. Extend your skills and talents to us and your surrounding brothers and sisters. Let's shut down the streets for an even more positive message for us. Hey, appreciate you. This other one comes from CJ Newton. Glad I found this podcast. I enjoy open conversation about various subjects. It feels like conversations I have with my homegirls, so I'm all the way in. Keep up the great work. This next one comes from Michelle Carmen. Oh, I love her. She um has an art studio in downtown Los Angeles. It's really dope. And she also has art studio in New York, I believe, because it's Michelle Gomez. Michelle. Yeah, I think it's Michelle Gomez is the full name of it. So you guys can check her out, too. And she said, always smart, always real. Thanks, Perky. Thank you, too, girl. Um, this other one comes from dancer Olivia, funny host. I agree w- about when someone is blowing up your phone. <laughs> These are one. <laughs> so I have some old podcasts that I, I have to check and see if I still have the audio saved somewhere on my computer or on my flash drive. I had like this period where I was doing what was called Tinder Chronicles <laughs> with one of my friends, my then friends. And so this comment is about that. So she said, funny host, I agree about when someone is blowing up your phone, but not ready to step up. Waste of time. Just listen to Tinder Chronicles part one. That was so funny when she was saying, I get decide. I can't decide how much I charge for this in using their dog as a main profile. LOL. You ladies are funny and so silly. Nice podcast. Keep it up. Uh, this other one is from Mal CB 11 This show is so awesome. Great energy. Um, this one is from horrible update. I hate it. (laughs) And they said, just recently subscribed. Love your podcast. And then this last one is from my sister. The conversations and topics are everything. I love the show. Keep doing your thing. So thank you to everybody that has commented and everybody that has rated the show. I appreciate you guys. Just so you know, Whenever you get comments, whenever you get ratings, when it comes to podcasting, it helps to boost the podcast and make it more aware to people who don't know about it. So I really appreciate everybody that has commented and rated my show. I ask that anybody tuning in do the same thing. I'm reading off of Apple Podcasts, by the way. Uh, I have to probably download the Google Play because I have an iPhone, so I don't have it naturally. So I have to download it and see if I have any other comments on there. So just so you guys know, anybody that has the Apple phone, you can comment on the podcast app, and I'll see it, and I'll be able to read them, and I'll be so happy because you're amazing. So thank you again for that. Um... One second for everybody that's on live. Okay. So, let me turn the music back on. Y'all can't really hear it. I'm just playing it because... I'm in my back house, a.k.a. my studio, and I need to get my toilet fixed because it keeps flushing. Not flushing, but it keeps doing that. 
flushing <laughs> noise like and it's really annoying to me and i don't want it to mess up my recording so instead i'm gonna just do some common music in the back i'm playing nao she's one of my favorite artists so yeah what i wanted to talk about next that i definitely didn't get to talk about um it's just some more black news so this is gonna be the for us segment so um for everybody listening I want you guys to know that my For Us segment when it comes to my radio show is about blackness, about embracing your blackness, about uplifting the people that came before us and set groundwork, and also the amazing people that are steadily working and steadily building and creating and attributing to creating Black Wall Street. Because... It's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So this week I want to talk about or midweek. I want to talk about Tyler Perry opening up his studio. That was amazing. Like, I wish I would have known about it beforehand because I would have tried to see if I can go up there and be one of the people in the audience. I need to get back on my events because I'm in L.A. So I definitely should have been there. But it's amazing. Like, I grew up in L.A. and I've been to the studios. I've been to Universal Studios several times. And I've just been in that area a few times. And I actually want to do a tour of the studio grounds because I always thought that was cool to see the landscape and see how they make a movie out of nothing. Like, it, it's a lot of fakeness in these movies. You would think it's like a real neighborhood or whatever. And it's obviously not because it's a studio set. And it's very interesting to me how people can just do different stuff spatially. And to hear that Tyler Perry has a studio now or studio grounds, I don't know what you would call it officially, in L.A. that's bigger than all the studios that we already have. First of all, where did he find the space? Because <laughs> California got millions of people living in it now. It's like we always crowded we always got people over each other now. We about to be baby New York in a second. And New York is already baby London. So we just baby, baby London. But it's like, how in the world did he do this? Like, you're amazing, Tyler Perry. I remember, I believe the first time I ever saw Medea play, I was visiting Texas. Yep. I went to Texas to visit my family. Shout out to the Phipps. Whoa. I love y'all. And we was out there real cold. Well, it's not cold, literally, but I mean, we was out there heavy. You know, it was probably for like a family reunion. And I was at my big mama house. And see, big mama, <laughs> for anybody that don't have a big mom, big mama, big mama was very religious. She actually was the pastor's wife. My big daddy was a pastor. That's a whole nother story. We gonna, we're going to talk about black families and like the whole dynamics and stuff that comes with that and the traditions and stereotypes and all that. But anyway, she was a pastor's wife and she had 10 children. Her identity, because I don't want to just label her as somebody's wife. She was loved by the community, like straight adored. Big Mama was everything. And she would make enchiladas. No, not enchiladas, my bad. Tamales, 7-Up cake, and a whole bunch of other stuff and then sell them throughout the community. I remember I went out there one time with her and she was like going around. People was like, oh, Miss Phipps, like buying everything from her. And as far as her yard, she had chicken coops. She had sugar cane. She had dogs, everything. 
and all of them, well, not the plants, <laughs> but all of her animals adhere to her switch, including her kids. She'll go out there, get a switch, and they knew what was up. Like, if the dogs didn't bark when somebody was walking up, she pulled a switch out, and they'd get their shit together. And the same with the chicken. They, they'd come in line and be following behind her and mind her very well. I go out there, and I try to get the egg or something from the chicken coop. They running under the house. They going crazy. And I'm like, what? Why y'all not listening to me? <laughs> but I wasn't big mama. Like, she had that power. But anyways... At her house, like I mentioned the fact that she was a pastor's wife because uh, we couldn't do certain things at her house. She didn't even have a TV, actually. Like my stepdad brought a TV there one time and she was looking at him like, did you really bring this electronical device up in my house? (laughs) And he had to go ahead and move it to the back. Like she didn't want that in her house. I'm kind of like that now. I feel like I embody a lot of my big mama. I don't have a TV back here. I watch my computer, but I'm okay without having a TV. I'm okay without always playing the radio and stuff. Like, I think it's really good to shut down. Remember, we was talking about not being a zombie on this week's uh, radio show. But anyway, so I remember we all was in the house because we were scared of the mosquitoes that was outside. I think it had just rained. And everybody, I found everybody in the room cracking up at the Medea play. Which one was the first one? Um, was it Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Or I can do bad all by myself. I believe the first one that I seen. Shoot. Dang, this is taking me back. Look, Tyler Perry, you done took me back. Um, Shoot, I can't remember it. I think the first one I seen is I can do bad all by myself. But all I remember is just cracking up. And I remember he was, this one's the one where everything was in the backyard, I believe. And um, he just kept coming over through the door and everything in his Medea outfit, brown in his ashy legs, them knees, brown, them knees. Whew. That was classic. Like, I loved it. I love all the Medea plays. I've kind of fallen off on the movies recently. The movies was never my favorite. It's kind of like somebody that, let me turn the music down. It's kind of like somebody that loves to read books and then you go see the movie version of the book. No matter how good it is. Like, so I'm a little young. (laughs) I don't know if any of my audience is older and if there's better examples of this. But for me, Harry Potter is that. Like, Harry Potter was one of the first, and I read a lot, so you don't have to play me like I've been played by older people. Ah, ha, ha. Harry Potter, that's your version. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> that's my version of good literature being displayed properly in cinema. Um, I really loved how Harry Potter was able to take majority, not everything, majority of the concepts and make it real for people on screen. Medea, like... It's kind of like that because it's a play. So the play, one, it has music because, you know, they're singing. It's like Broadway. You know, they sing in and just, you know, you you get a different vibe because it's live. Whereas when you go on the movie, it's scripted. You know, they get to record the scenes over and over again. There's things that was in the play that didn't make it to cinema. So it's kind of like the story is not even the same. Like Meet the Browns, the movie. Nowhere near the same as Meet the Browns, the play. Meet the Browns, the play was literally about the Browns, about Brown, Cora, like, and then you have the movie, 
and they only had bit parts. So for me, it was kind of like, oh, and that's just the type of fan I was of Medea. So I really appreciated it. I do like his other movies. Um, Why Did I Get Married? I um I haven't seen all of his movies, actually. Now that I think about it, I need to go and watch some more of his films to see how I like him outside of the Medea character. I liked him in Why Did I Get Married, though. Those were some good movies, for better or for worse. He's done a lot. Like, I don't even think I know all of his his accolades. And it's just amazing to see how people can start from literally nothing to just having an idea and make it into this big billionaire business to where now he has one of the biggest, no, the biggest studios in Los Angeles. Like, for real, congrats, Tyler Perry. I really appreciate you. I hope one day that I can maybe meet you in person and either interview you, work with you, whatever it is. Maybe you make some animation and I can be a voice actor speaking it into existence. <laughs> but, yeah, so definitely want to put that out there for everybody that is listening Take Tyler Perry as an example of what you can be. You can be something really amazing. You can be everything that you dream of. Your dreams literally can come true through your eth- your work ethic. If you put in the work, y- you can make everything happen. And so I'll shout out to him. And I'm going to talk more about making your dreams come true in a second. I also want to say my condolences to Diane Carroll and her family. She's definitely a living legend, living icon. I want to actually do more myself to look into her work. Actually, outside of Diane Carroll, I want to do more with studying and getting familiar with black cinema and just black culture, black art as far as our history. I'm really good with the stuff that was coming out while I was alive or even the stuff that came out right before I came into existence. But I'm not as well-versed in some of the older stuff. I'm not really a big movie head, though. Like, I need to do better at that. But I know, like, there's so many groundbreaking people that came before us that really did a lot to change the face of everything. Because I was just watching a video on Instagram earlier this morning. I actually was going to repost it. And it was talking about the history of blackface and the minstrel shows and everything. And how they started in the 1800s as like a joke, like, you know, making fun of us, like in our features and trying to basically creating the stereotypes that still exist today. You know, the watermelon, chicken eating, chucking and jiving type attitude that they tried to say we were the Jezebels and mislabeling our people and making us look as if we're hypersexual idiots, basically. And when you have people like Diane Carroll and many, 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 many others that come along and they show you our our true art and they represent us because representation matters. You get to start scrubbing away those false stereotypes. And not only that, but we get to have some ownership, you know, It's just like how back in the day when Shakespeare first began doing his plays, back in those times, women couldn't even act on, they couldn't even act, I don't think, period. It was just all men on stage. And it didn't matter if it was a woman's role, it was all men on stage. And it's just like, how are you going to exude femininity if you're not, if you don't identify as a woman? You know, so it's like, 
It's the same thing. You cannot exude melanin, melanin and our blackness and everything that has to do with us. And you're not us. We got to do that. We have to own our stuff fully, fully own it. We're making steps. You know, first we're getting into these places and opening these doors. But honestly, I don't think we have time to continue being the first black whatever. Like, fuck that shit. We own this shit now. We own this. Tyler Perry got his own studios. It's the biggest studio in LA. We about to storm through and bring back black film. You remember in the 90s when all we did was have black movies? It was like one after another. Brown Sugar. Um, Don't Be a Menace. Shoot, I'm just trying to go off my head. And now I'm thinking only Wayans Brothers <laughs> films. But we had everything. Like Tay Diggs was all over the place. We had Soul Food. We had Nia Long all over the place. Ice Cube was making movies. John Singleton like we was really doing it and then two early 2000s came and bt uncut came out and it was like <laughs> that was it <laughs> then it became all about video vixen and hoes and pimping and all that stuff it was like what happened to real black cinema real black art now all we have is stripping and how many times you can bounce your booty on a track i'm tired of it so thank you but <laughs> thank you diane carroll for your your um input into history for being a legend being yourself basically being a winner representing us coming through and storming out and clearing a path for everybody else after you thank you to tyler perry again oh no my speaker died oh no my phone my phone died so next and i'm gonna wrap it up after this because this was only meant to be a short recording but basically I want to just talk about making your dreams happen really quickly I've been listening to so shout out to some of my favorite podcasts one of my favorite podcasts is those conspiracy guys I just love how they talk and talk and talk and they make me laugh and I can listen to one episode that'll last me like the whole day and just carry me throughout the day or the week if I break it up because he sometimes does like five hour podcasts so I appreciate him go check him out but um, I was listening to them in their most recent episode, and it was just funny because we was talking about, not we, see, I'm all inserting myself in the conversation. He was talking about this theory about microcosms and macrocosms and how the littlest things tie into the big thing, and I believe in that. I'm a social worker. I deal with my clients through mental health. And helping them to be their best self through ways that they want to do, reaching their goals, right? And one issue that we have, just as people, period, is that one, we don't always set goals. Like, that's sometimes the end of your success right there. You didn't even set a goal. You didn't You didn't even map out what it is you actually wanted to do. You didn't even clearly define it. Like, you have to look at your future, at your success as, can you describe it to somebody else? That's first step. So if you plan on being a chef, okay, that's cool. But how do you see it? What do you see in your head? Do you see yourself working in a kitchen with a whole bunch of other people there and you working at a five-star restaurant? Or do you see yourself as the owner of the restaurant and sometimes you go into the, the kitchen and you cook? Or do you see yourself as making meals and meal plans and prepping food for other people and sending it out into the world? Or do you see yourself as owning a food truck and being a food truck driver and going into the back when you have an order and making up the food? Like, how do you see your dream? That's first step. Write it all out. Map it out. Figure it out. Like, really 
decide and discern what it is that you really want to achieve. Figure that out first and then break it down into little steps, right? And then you have to create a plan. So this is the microcosm part. So basically, everybody lives in the the macro. We all are a part of this huge macro, whether you break it down to your state, your city, or the country, or the world. Like, you're always a part of something bigger than yourself, right? And so... If you look at the whole world in its entirety, it's overwhelming. Like if if your goal was I'm going to change, I'm going to make the world cleaner. That's big. That's a big dream. The whole world, you're going to make the whole world cleaner. It Like trying to even discern how you're going to do that will overwhelm you or make you want to just have a nervous breakdown. Because I can walk down my street and see just that even on my street, it's not the cleanest street. It's not the dirtiest either, but it's not clean. There's litter somewhere on the street, oil spills, cracks in the the, the street, whatever. Something is dirty. Something is not cleanly or cleanly. Something is not as clean as we would want. Something is not as pristine or as perfect. It doesn't meet that ideal or whatever. Shoot, the first thing might be you defining what clean actually looks like. What does that mean, right? And then breaking it down. So I would say take a step back and then instead of saying the world, just say my neighborhood. I want to start by making, shoot, shoot, actually break it down even even further than that. I want to start off with my room. I want my room to be clean. Then go from your room to your house. Then go from your house to your car. And then as you start to like grow, like now my everything is clean, like how I want it. Now let me help to make, my neighborhood clean let me go and help a neighbor clean up their stuff and then we join forces and we go help the next neighbor and then we join forces and we help the next neighbor and now you have this community and now your neighborhood is clean and then from your neighborhood you can go okay maybe we're gonna make my the blocks around me like whatever my city and then build from there, you know, and then you can start tackling the world slowly. And the good thing about it, what makes it super lovely is when you look back, you're like, wow, look at how those little things led into this big thing. And that's what it is. These little microcosms lead into this big macrocosm. And sometimes you don't even realize how much your individual actions feed into this bigger conglomerate. Because sometimes you're just too busy looking at the macro. So you don't see those little tiny steps that you are making and achievements that you were accomplishing to get to that big picture. And so when you make your small steps, one, it feels like I was telling somebody today, even making a list and then going off throughout the day and checking off that list, that feels rewarding. Like it's like the littlest stuff that makes you feel good. Like your teacher probably used to give you stickers. Stickers don't do nothing. They don't build, they don't make you any money, you know, they don't make you smell better (laughs) and they don't even stay stuck to your body long enough to make you look better. So it's like, there's really no point of stickers, but if you gave somebody a sticker for doing something and accomplishing something, they're going to feel proud. They're going to feel good. It's just like giving somebody a Grammy. The Grammy itself doesn't do anything. It's not going to help you act better or sing better. Sorry. It's not going to make your music sound better to anybody else, but you feel good because it's it's showing you that you achieved something. So checking off your list, though, you know, checking the list off, it makes you feel good. It makes you 
feel accomplished and it can be small stuff like wake up and make up my bed if you don't ever make up your bed getting up and making up your bed that's gonna make you feel good and being able to check that off your list it's gonna be like dang I'm doing this things that I said that I was going to do it's so just a step in the right direction basically and so I just want to say you can achieve the success you want by first defining what it is you actually want what is the success you that that you plan on achieving and then from there it's like okay I want to achieve this I want to achieve that I want to achieve this and then you look up and it's like damn I'm doing it I have a podcast or you know I'm acting now or I'm a race car driver because you did the little steps so I just encourage everybody to just start journaling start writing down what it is that they want to do and giving yourself that opportunity to actually achieve it and you'll give yourself that opportunity by doing the small work because it really 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 makes a difference like since I started so like for instance the cleaning up I've been using that a lot recently because I feel like I feel the most anxious and I feel the most overwhelmed when my environment is also overwhelming and what I mean by that is just things out of place not being able to find things when I need it not knowing where anything is and having no type of order to my life. Um, that all is tied into just my natural environment. So I went ahead, I mopped, I swept, I pulled out all the papers and stuff out of my closet, cleaned it up, uh, threw away some stuff. <laughs> I'm not a hoarder, but some of the stuff I threw away, I was like, why I even had this to begin with? I was throwing away things, dusting stuff that hadn't been dusted in a while. And I'm not even a dirty person. I'm not even dirty, but you look at sometimes the, just the, just the little stuff. Like, why did I throw this in here? Knowing dang well it's supposed to go over here. Making those tiny adjustments, like that makes a huge difference. And because I clean my environment, now my brain feels less cluttered. Now I feel more at ease because when I get home, I'm not just looking around me like, dang, I need to clean up in here. Like it just clears, clearing the space helped to clear my mind. So I definitely suggest to anybody that maybe is a little messy or maybe he's been telling themselves, oh, I'm going to clean out my drawers or I'm going to clean out my folder or my car, or my trunk, whatever it is, do it. Push yourself to do it. I bet you you have the time. Everybody said they don't have time. I bet you you do. I bet you if you didn't watch a show or whatever it is that you do to distract yourself and you just went ahead and did it, you, one, you'll get it done so you don't have to keep pushing it off. But two, you'll feel accomplished because you've been saying you need to do it and you've been pushing off on it. So when you finally do get it done, you're going to feel proud of yourself. And we need more wins. There's too many things in this earth that make us feel down and like we're not doing the right thing, especially every time you look at your bank account and it's not huh, not where you want it to be. Don't have as many zeros as you want it to have, you know. So then to be able to say, well, shoot, I cleared up my room. I, I, I did everything that I wanted to do on my list. And now because I achieved all the things on my to-do list, now I have time to record or now I have time to go play basketball. Or now I just even know because I cleaned my room, I found this basketball league that I've been wanting to join and I couldn't find a number for it. And now I'm going to call and then guess what? They want me to try out tomorrow. Boom. Steps in the right direction. So just clear out your space, write it down. Go over it in your head. Look over it every day. Check it off. Shoot, if you want to be super with it, make a new list every day. 
of just small stuff that you want to do every day. I want to make sure I make my breakfast in the morning. I want to make sure that I pack my lunch so I don't have to spend any money out. I want to make sure I get gas so that and fill my tank up all the way so I don't have to keep stopping every day and getting more gas. I want to call my mom, make sure I talk to her, see how she's doing. Whatever it is, write a list, check them off. I bet you it'll make you feel better. But yeah, anyways, so outside of that, what was I going to, well, I already talked about Amber Geiger. So anybody that has not seen my slight recap from my radio show, I did a video and I posted it onto my Instagram. My Instagram is perky, sexy, cool. So you can go watch that on there. And I spoke a little bit about Amber Geiger and just some of the other stuff. So definitely go check that out. If you have any topics you want me to talk and ramble on about, let me know. (laughs) I will do it freely and gladly. (laughs) If you are a business or creative and you want to have any sponsorship or advertising on my platform, reach out to me at perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. We can talk about it. We have some packages already in place that you can just let me know you want to do and we can get it started. You can have an advertising that's running regularly on the radio show. So not just on my platform, but throughout everybody else's show, it can just be playing. Um, Same with music. If you have any music, we can keep it on our platform and play it throughout the days. And then you'll get some more uh, streaming off of that because, oh, you also, I don't know what it's called, but um, wherever you guys have to register your music, you will get credit for playing your music on our platform. So you don't even have to worry about that either. There's very much so opportunity for you to grow and build with us. You know, that's all I'm about building Black Wall Street. So we're going to do that and we're going to be amazing. And outside of that, I just want to say, follow me, please support me, please. Um, I'm going to be working on a lot of events and traveling more and more as we speak. So if you live in an area and you have a business and you want to promote it or whatever it is, you have art and you want to show me, you want it to be exhibited live. As you see, I have microphones. I can come to you. We can do some live stuff, repost it on my podcast platform and help you build your audience. So let's do it. I'm so hyped. So thanks again for everybody. Please subscribe and listen on any any of your networks, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Patreon.com slash Perky Perspectives. That's um, being remodeled right now. Spotify, ICN.DJ slash Perky Perspectives and the After Party Radio Show. And outside of that, I really appreciate y'all. Stay blessed, stay black, stay up. Ooh, I like that. I have to do that one again. <laughs>